Love you, Marco. Uh, more impressions, please. <laughs> I like your stuff. It's much more spicy and interesting. Where the hell did that come from? Uh, I love you, Marco. Oh, my God. You're a great interviewer, a great conversationalist. I just never forgot you. <laughs> Babble Bullshit and Beyond is a new podcast hosted by me, Marco Kiris, conversing about my cage wage whirlwind ways and my perspective of the film biz during those days. A fun, fluff-filled funk with guests relating to all things film biz. Today on the show, we have Stacey McAdams, the former musical director of the Boîte Le Hollywood Savoy in Paris. We reminisced about our American groupie chanteuse in the joie de vivre of all things Paris. Stacey still performs as a pianist in Boîtes, even in his youthful retirement years. So Stacey, thank you for coming on the show on Babble Bullshit and Beyond. <laughs> I'm delighted. I couldn't be more delighted. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's just a kind of a fluff and fold kind of show, you know, reflecting our fluffy little lifestyles of our past yeah. and current and yeah. and hopefully, you know, future lifestyles, because sure. uh, you don't want to keep it that serious, because uh, if you're not laughing, you're not having a good day. That's right. <laughs> you are hanging out in New York for what, a month or so? That, oh, no, six months. About six, six months. months. I'll be there about six months. Uh, I always spend the winter in New York because they have central heating in New York. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and just to let the audience know that you're, you say that as an American who lives in Paris, which is how in, we in, met. And, yes, and, in Paris and in Normandy, more, more yes. to the point in Normandy, where they have no central heating and it's freezing in the wintertime. So uh, I always come to New York. Yeah, where it's nice and damp, but they have heating. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. New York apartments are heat. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> their big thing. Yeah, it is. But you, you suffocate with the heat in New York, as I did when I lived there. And I, you know, had arthritis in New York for those two years. I didn't realize how much it affected me, the dampness in God. New York. And I have oh, no wow. arthritis living in Toronto, if you can believe it. It's got it's yeah, a yeah. crisp cold like Chicago. So yes, it's got yes. a, it's a different cold and, and it's and it's fine. But in New York, I was suffering every day. Oh, uh, yes. Because right on the sea, it's very damp. Yeah, yeah, and and, and even damper in Normandy. So that's why yeah. at least I come to people with where they have central heating. Yeah, you know, it's much better. <laughs> I remember being in Paris, and so just to let the audience know, we met in Paris, and I'm I could be off on on certain dates and certain times, but I know that you're going to correct me. I think it was 1983. It was either 83 yes. or 84. Yes, 83. yes, yes. I have photographs of us at a big Halloween party. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you were Sheik Achaba 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 Stacy Ward yes, Adams, right? Yes. And we cha I changed the name of the place to um, Savoy Hollywood. The remember? <laughs> I do remember that now. <laughs> and it must have been '83 because '84 were the LA Olympics, and we had satellite to watch it from the Hollywood yeah. Savoy to to yeah. see the Olympics in Los Angeles. But um, you were dressed like a Greek um, officer or something like that, a Greek soldier. Yes, know, that one night of those marching soldiers party. at the Parthenon. And I had on my all of my uh, Arabian garb, which was straight from the market in Jeddah, I think. You know, some <laughs> airline stewardess friend of mine had gone to the market and got it. <laughs> <laughs> you look fantastic. I think you freaked out the clientele because they look like they're your relatives. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially Michel Excel and uh, Gilles Lacriche. 
Oh, right. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, yes, yes. Um, the, um, you know. <laughs> the famous takeover owners prior, well, prior to that was right. Bernie Kriezis, yeah. who owned That's the Hollywood right. they, Savoy. Well, they were, of course, wonderful Greeks. Um, the others were um, kind of, were they, weren't they Alge Algerian? Yeah, they were yeah. Algerian. Algerie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the famous country, the prosperous oh, country. Those of were the days. They oh, were the my days. God, those they were, were the days, my friend. Yeah. So, Stacy, <laughs> to let people know, you were what I would consider being a very young puppy dog that I was then, um, thirty some. It's almost thirty-five years ago. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Almost thirty-five years ago. Unbelievable how they go by so fast. I can't believe it. You know, here it is. Uh, oh God! Almost 2017. This was in 1983. Really was. I started. Uh, came in there first in '82, and uh, by the time you came along in '83, it was really booming. You remember? Mm -hmm. And uh, that was when it was. And that's. Uh, mm, I can't believe it. 30, 35 years ago. My God. Isn't that insane? <laughs> but we're still alive to tell. So the Hollywood oh, yeah, Savoy yeah. was an American what? A right in face of the Bourse, right? It was yes, uh, just yes. en face de Bourse, and it was on Rue Montmartre, was it, or was it not? No, no, no. Rue Notre-Dame-des-Victoires. Right, that was Rue it. Rue Notre-Dame-des-Victoires. Okay. And it was right opposite the Bourse, which is the stock exchange of yes. Paris. And uh, that, so, it was on a very quiet street, as a matter of fact. It mm -hmm. was just, there was nothing in, in front of us. It was just the... La Bourse. With the pillars. So when I yeah. went there as a client, so I went there to study French because I wanted to, uh, go, you know, culture myself somewhat from my little greasy Greek upbringing here in Toronto. And I thought, <laughs> I have to learn how to eat with a knife and a fork. And I thought, I'm going to fly to Paris. And because uh, I'd seen the movie uh, Le Cage Folle, the original. And then I saw the second yeah. one. And I thought, OK, this yeah. is it. Le Cage Folle. I want to check out Paris. I want to be part of that little sachet cafe scenario. And yeah. I, I got a visa from Canada to uh, to uh, Paris, and uh, they accepted me. Lo and behold, I got an apartment, and um, I needed a job. I didn't even realize it could work legally, but I could. I had a 20-hour visa to work, and I didn't understand. Yeah. I thought it was a student thing, but they allowed students to work. So I went to the Hollywood Savoy to eat and, and see this all-Americano stuff, and you guys were all there. And uh, when we looked at the menu, I thought, wow, this is a real cool all-American burgers and fries and Caesar yeah, salads. Yeah. And the buddy I was with says, look, there's a Greek salad and a Greek burger on here. I'm like, well, that's kind of typical. He says, well, a Greek salad equals a Greek owner. I said, it can't be. This is Paris. I said, what would a Greek American be doing in Paris in 1983? Lo and behold, it was a Greek American. And uh, yeah. so I went back and I applied uh, to Tony Giagrande. And, yeah. uh, and I told him this whole little thing and blah, 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 that I was Greek and everything else. One thing led to the next day hired me. They wanted Americans. Now, I wasn't an American, so I was the exceptional or exception being Canadian, but I was yes. close enough. I was U.S. Yes. light. For, for all practical purposes, you were as American as any of us. Yeah, well, I guess, but the, the passport read differently now. It now it reads dual, but back then it read uh, Canadian. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, so I got the job and I started to work there, and I was a waiter when I was in Toronto, and so it wasn't such a big stretch, and I didn't have to speak French to work at the Hollywood Savoy, <laughs> because we got to speak American, and the more American we spoke, the better our tips were. 
Absolutely. That's what they came for. Yeah. They were just fascinated. And you were the quintessential Americana from the South, being yes, the musical yes, director yes. and the uh, entertainer extraordinaire and uh, the professional pianist for at least 20 years prior to that, right? Yes, yes, yes. I had lived in Paris for some, oh, a few years before that. And I uh, always played the piano in various uh, venues, big hotels. I played at the Scribe, you know, and uh, at the Sheraton and the, the Prince de Gaulle and various <laughs> hotels. But uh, I saw this ad one day for the Hollywood, or no, it was called the Petit Caruso, remember, in that time, in oh, that yes, day. Yes, yes, I remember and, that. And at the beginning, because uh, Ernie, the uh, owners, Ernie and, um, and Spiro, had this big, uh, big restaurant in Houston called the Great Caruso. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they had wanted, they just wanted, just because they wanted to do it, have a restaurant in Paris, and they did, and they bought this place, and then they called it Le Petit Caruso, and uh, that's what it was when I when I first went there. I remember going in, and I said, "Hello, I'm a piano player," and I said, uh, and they said, "Oh yeah, let's hear you," you know. So I played some Broadway stuff for them, and that really was the the uh, seed that uh, turned it eventually into the American uh, bar that it became, the American restaurant that it became. And um, with all the American singing waiters and waitresses and uh, everything, it just, it was a very organic uh, thing, the way it grew, just from nothing practically mm -hmm. into what it became, which was, remember, I mean, you couldn't even get in by the time you were there, you know. People would be banging on the door, wanting in, and there was no more room inside. You know, it was great. It was great. <laughs> I mean, you'd think that it would happen everywhere, but it didn't. It was a very special place, and uh, it was because of you, your musical direction, and being the, you know, you had quite a flair, and you had a way of speaking uh, in franglais with, uh, <laughs> and uh, and semi insulting some of the clients that were there, but without yes. their knowledge, which I loved. But it was all done yeah. in tongue in cheek. And, yes, uh, and yes. everything was Americana, and uh, you knew all the Broadway so songs, including all Southern and pop American culture songs, and you had all these right. waiters getting up between service people and singing yeah. one tune yeah, after yeah. the next, except for me, because I was I terrible. That's why I was always in the chorus. <laughs> and I didn't know any lyrics, but thank God everybody else did. Then we had, I mean... It was phenomenal, and it was packed. It was busy, yeah. Uh, yeah. literally out the door, almost almost breaking down the windows, I remember, several nights, to the point of almost violently trying to get in. You're right. It, this went on for, for four or five years. You know, It was just like uh, the uh, Cocluche, the Cocluche de Paris, which means the, the toast of the town. That's what it was. You know? yeah. And French people couldn't believe all that spontaneity and the young Americans just hopping up and singing. And I had a light board by the piano and I could bring up a spot on the bar, you know, and uh, suddenly there would be Claudia Phillips sitting on the bar singing uh, one of those kind of um, uh, semi-trashy uh, Bessie Smith songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of them was uh, Kitchen Man, you know. I can't do without my kitchen man. Something like that, you know. <laughs> that explains her affairs with, uh, with the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was uh, organically uh, 
thing that just happened with two or three people and it just mushroomed and mushroomed into uh, the most popular place in town so it was um it was our baby you know yeah. we we did it <laughs> well you really did it uh, stacy because everybody else was under your direction during that time and you were just yes. a blast walking around in a beautiful suit with a bow tie <laughs> and knowing every song with with the, you know you had your your music uh, with you and you would walk around like the maitre d you'd look at the clientele yeah. you knew who you were going to target you knew who you <laughs> wanted to like potentially bring the microphone close to and uh, right. and have fun and maybe have them sing along at times even though they didn't understand english back then they hey. they didn't unlike right. today yeah, the, our big finale, remember, every time we'd do the show in the evening, was we'd get customers up, you know, with us to sing a big chorus of Amazing Grace. Mm -hmm. Amazing Grace <laughs> was amazing. And going back to Claudia Phillips, she became a successful pop uh, American French singer there, did she not? She did, yeah. She had someone wrote her a uh, song. Uh, which was called something about La Boisie. I don't remember exactly what it was, but she recorded it, and it became a big disco hit. And I remember I was down on the Ile de Ré in a disco, and then there was Claudia Phillips singing, you know, and the <laughs> people were just uh, discoing up a storm, you know. <laughs> That's so funny. Of course, we had the famous yeah. Julie Cassiopo, who still performs today oh, in Seattle. 35 yeah. years later, that woman looks the same. What a diva. I know. She's amazing. She's amazing. And she's still doing soirees in Seattle to this very day. You know, isn't that I she... hear from her quite often, you know, she always has that Morticia <laughs> Adams kind of look about her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that dress oh, and yeah. that walk where she's got those tight, tight, yeah. long skirts and dresses. And she's yeah. just like, shoo, 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 shoo. do you remember? And she did various uh, impersonations and she created some characters. You know, do you remember her character called Star Baby? Uh, faintly, if you want to sing a little. <laughs> she, well, no, no. She just had a costume, and she put on this big blonde wig. Oh, yes, big, yes, big yes, yes. And she was Star Baby, you know. And she'd do the whole evening as Star Baby, you know, and would sing all of her songs and everything. And she had other characters, too, but that was <laughs> the one that was the most kind of outrageous, you know, that she had. But yeah. she was great. And we had a long microphone cord, and uh, one night I... Um, had her she was singing a song and i led her out to on the sidewalk and put a chair there and she got up in the chair and was singing through the window you know to the <laughs> and so so when the people finally realized that she they could hear her fine through the sound system but they didn't realize that she was outside on the sidewalk singing through the window <laughs> <laughs> oh outrageous this is going back 35 years and this woman was, yeah, is still a loose cannon though <laughs> <laughs> and then there was la divine of course who was the opera singer you know i saw her last week in paris as a matter of fact we had dinner together and with some other people uh, -huh. uh some with uh, my friend christina papa nicholas as a matter of fact oh um, yeah she's a, a hoot and uh <laughs> i love la divine so, and so we had uh, a big, uh, and in this wonderful restaurant called La Biche au Bois, you know, it's near mm -hmm. the opera, near the Bastille. Yes. And we had a wonderful uh, dinner there just the, the night before I left, the night before I went out to the airport to fly to uh, Philadelphia. And we just, you know, we just talked about old times and reminisced a bit. It was so much fun. It's great fun. Stacy La Divine, uh, Constance Bradburn, was and still is one of the most unique people I'd ever met. 
she yeah. is beyond the diva. She's just a natural born diva and that she's a part yeah. of the uh, Paris opera. She's part of the chorus, is she not? Yes, she's been singing in the Paris uh, opera for th ever since we were at the Savoy. She got that job right you know, on the heels of the Savoy, and that was in 85, hmm. 95, 05, 15, you know, so she's been there for over 30 years at the opera. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. And still, and she's from Gary, Indiana, no? So, um, <laughs> um, that's right outside of Chicago. What is the name of that? It's it's not Gary. It's a little, uh, some just right there at Gary. You know, okay. I don't know what it is, but uh, <laughs> yeah, from uh, the Indiana suburbs of, uh, of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I love the tonality of the Indiana suburbs versus the Illinois suburbs. Yeah, <laughs> I've been through all those suburbs, so I really get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are they are colorful to say the least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our and our dear friend Holly Lane, who you'll be seeing, yeah, she was a showgirl, wasn't she? With tomorrow, she uh, sings and she's the bartender, the singing bartender in a restaurant called the Azafran Restaurant in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. And it's a short trip from here; it's about an hour. So I'm going down to see her tomorrow, and I'm going to spend two nights there. And Thursday night is her big night at the bar when she's singing. So I'm going to sit in with her, and we're going to sing some of our old tunes or something like that and just uh, she's wonderful she she's, is uh, always wasn't yeah. she a showgirl as well she was a dancer wasn't she yes oh she could kick Boy, very that. high you know um when she sang that song about the dentist you know doctor mm -hmm. um <laughs> whatever <laughs> and she would kick her her leg up and it would like her her leg would touch her nose you know yeah. she was so <laughs> well, she's tall. She's like what six two. She was an animal. She's well, like Lucy Arnaz. She in was height. Very, it's very tall, very tall blonde. Yeah, you know, very statuesque. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> of course, we had our uh, that was Caroline, um, Caroline, Caroline Phillips. Phillips. Caroline Phillips. Uh, I saw Caroline Phillips this summer. She came to my big birthday party. I gave a big birthday party in my garden in Normandy. You, know, you did beautiful garden. Yeah, and um, about oh forty people there. It was. Uh, it was very gala, very gala, and there were 16 cakes, you know, it was, it was magnificent. And Caroline flew up, especially from Bayonne, where she lives, hmm. near Biarritz, to uh, attend. And uh, she brought her daughter, her 22-year-old daughter, who is beautiful. I've seen photos. And also sings fantastically, too. Yes. So we, Caroline and I rigged up this um, this gimmick where uh, I, had our, I had a keyboard down there in the garden, you know, uh, and, but there was um, the attic window was just above me, kind of, you know. And uh, I had Caroline go up into the attic, you know, and I played the introduction to Memory from Cats, and she started singing it in the attic, you know. Oh. And people were all, where is this coming from? That must be recording. I don't know where. And then she opened the window and came out and hung out the window and sang the rest of, uh, of Memory from Cats. And everyone was going, oh, my God, my God, like they'd never seen anything so <laughs> I like it. Well, it, and, uh, it is in a farmhouse and it is in Normandy. So it's not that it's uh, in yeah. New York or in Paris that there she is hanging right, out of a farmhouse yes. window. I know. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> and Ursuline was there. Ursuline, you know, who had come to Paris originally with Bubbling Brown Sugar. Mm -hmm. And I played uh, the song that she sang in Bubbling Brown Sugar, which I've been playing for her since uh, the early 80s which is Duke Ellington's, you know, I got it bad, but that ain't good, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, she sang it down, and everyone just roared. It was wonderful. Wonderful party. 
oh my God, I had a soprano there who sang the duet from Phantom of the Opera with me. And, uh, and, uh, my, and of course, my favorite song, which is, there were bells on the hill, but I never heard them ringing. <laughs> and she sang that too. So we had, a, it was a wonderful birthday party. It was oh. great, memorable. Stacy, can I be really tacky and ask you, um, what age are you at this time? Oh, no. Do I have to tell the truth? Well, oh I kind of know, but I don't know 100%. So I did know, you hit that a, milestone? It or It was shocking, and I don't know how that happened, and it's uh, obviously wrong, but they, ah. uh, the calendar says it's 79, ah. but uh, but I'm only 28, actually, as everyone knows, and I certainly know that, too, and so I don't know what all that is about, you know, because uh, <laughs> it's certainly wrong. <laughs> I can't wait to be 28. You know, as long as I have your energy and your health, I want to be 28 again. Yeah. So you got to come to Normandy for next year because that's the biggie. You it know, is. The really biggie. You know, I've, I've gotta... I, I'm planning on coming to France next year. It, it's also the 35th anniversary of the Hollywood Savoy of us that's getting right. together. Right. So because it was 83 till like 2018, right. it would be a good thing for everybody to kind of reunite for, first of all, your it 80th be... birthday. Secondly, for the uh -huh. 35th anniversary I'm going to fly out there. I can't wait yeah. to go to France. Well, so, and I want to stay As far in the as I house. know, it's still open. It's still running 35 years later. I wish I had some interest in it, but I don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably be talking to you from the Ritz, you know, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> what about the, uh, the other grand diva, Rochelle Robinson? Rochelle so, Robertson, you know, was a beautiful, beautiful girl from Hollywood. She still is. I saw her in uh, in Marina del Rey. You're uh, kidding. She year. lives there? Yes. We went to, she lives in Marina del Rey, and uh, her mother, Jackie, you know, who is married to Dale Robertson, that uh, cowboy actor, you know, on yes. television and all. And um, she, Jackie, had a big uh, Oscar party at her place in Marina del Rey, and I went, and Rochelle was there. And um, the Italian guy she had married was there, too. What's his name? Cosimo. You know, he was there, too. Uh -huh. They've been divor divorced for some time, you know. But she has a 25-year-old daughter named Jade, you know, who is beautiful, absolutely beautiful, and lives in uh, Austin, I think, and, <laughs> and is an artist. And um, so, anyway, wow. yes, Rochelle was quite a diva, you know. And, well, She's great. And, and speaking of a no and, and about a non-diva, uh, a very humble but uh smart talented individual would be nancy cotton nancy cotton nancy cotton absolutely <laughs> from nancy boston yes she's from boston massachusetts <laughs> <laughs> do you mean vraiment i mean vraiment vraiment <laughs> and, and on top of that i'm talking to you <laughs> <laughs> that was uh <laughs> One of the ways I would kind of kid with the French, you know, uh, you remember? Yeah, I do. I don't think they got it, but we certainly got I, it. Well, I, <laughs> they got the tone of voice because I was just, you know, I was, I was terrible. I really, I said, boo, with the boucle d'oreille over there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and Tony John Grandi, of course, who was the maitre d', um, has his own restaurant now in Paris, and it's called the Le Clan d'Aille, Le Clan d'Aille, the Wink. And uh, hmm. it's a wonderful and lovely restaurant, actually, in the 14th arrondissement. Oh, really? And, Close uh, to uh, Montparnasse, the uh, Tour? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh, is. very nice. Good so, for him. 
And, you know, um, and I hear from on Facebook, I hear from people like Sandy Boy and mm -hmm. Sandy Girl, you know, uh, yeah. from time to time. Remember, this guy came to work for us and we said, what's your name? And he said, Sandy. And, and we said, oh, well, we already have a Sandy here. And so somebody had the bright idea. I think it was Connie, actually. He said, we're going to call you Sandy Boy <laughs> and we're going to call Sandy, Sandy, uh, what's her last name? Sandy, um... Taylor. We're going to call it Sandy, Sandy Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to call you Sandy Girl, and that name is stuck with them for for uh, Sandy Boy's do father died just recently, and and I wrote him a note and I said Sandy Boy, and, and I'm really sorry to hear this, and he wrote back and said thanks so much, and yours truly, Sandy Boy. You know, <laughs> that's so nice. I, it's, it's, I mean, he so was the, great. He was now he was uh, yeah. British French, so I, I guess he was a must hire for national Scottish. Oh, Scottish. Scottish. His I think his mother was Scottish, and we call him Sandy Boy. But we never knew his. I don't remember ever knowing his real name. You know, yeah. <laughs> because we just called him Sandy Boy. But his real name is Alexandre Georges. Hmm. Alexandre okay. Georges. <laughs> Boy, that's a big difference. Any, yeah, oh. I know. Uh, so, um, he was a hoot. So he we, was nice. Oh, of course. And we had, um, everybody we had there was a different character and a personality. Yeah. And, uh, that's what made it. And it was all spontaneous, you know, spontaneity is worth its weight in gold. It is. And, uh, that's what the whole place kind of operated. You never knew what was going to happen next at the Hollywood Savoy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, especially the workers and the musicians. Yeah. I don't even know if you knew what songs you were going to play, uh, one note after the next. I mean, it just, I it know. just popped up and you would just play it and people would sing along. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. And Sandy Cotton was very good. She had a great little voice and she became, uh, uh she grew up and Nancy became a, uh, a Fox studio executive. Did she not? Oh yes. Yeah, she has become a great mogul in uh, in hollywood now she's uh, so nice i had brunch with her on santa monica uh mm -hmm. last year when i was out there in west hollywood you know opposite gelson's you know right yes. there on santa monica <laughs> <laughs> i know it well <laughs> <laughs> and basics that's where basics that's where we had brunch yeah. one day at basics <laughs> been there that's been around 30 years and, uh, too and she is just marvelously uh, wonderful nature, always was, and is marvelously talented. And I'm so happy that she is. Uh, she has gotten to where she is, and she has a wonderful husband and wonderful boys, you know, who've gone yeah. now in college. It's amazing, you know. I remember when they were born. Well, she still so, looks the uh, same. I've seen her. Uh, I've seen photographs. She hasn't aged a day. She looks wonderful. Well, you know. Hollywood people can look wonderful, you yeah. know, <laughs> if they can afford it. Oh, of course, look at Jane Fonda. Um, <laughs> let's go back to uh, Sandy Taylor for a second. Now, she still lives in Paris, does she not? And where is she, she from? She does, and she's an artist, you know. Yeah. She's a wonderfully talented artist and a, a dress designer. You know, she designs beautiful, uh, very individual uh creations and she's always done that and she's very talented and a lovely girl she was always always mm -hmm. smiling and up and and friendly and um just delightful you know yeah was she a california girl she looked it she was she like a she beach was. girl yeah yeah from okay. like manhattan beach or someplace i've forgotten yeah. newport beach maybe or that I don't quite remember, okay. but yeah, she definitely was. <laughs> okay. She was lovely. And then uh, 
we had um, our uh, our professor type who was a real good-hearted, uh, smart man was Mark Godet. Mark Godet was just <laughs> great. I mean, he would sing, um, holding hands at midnight neath a starry sky. Nice work if you can get it. And you can get it if you try. I kind of stole that song from him because it was his song. But but then I've been singing it every night since then, you know, for the last 35 years, you know, wherever I play. And I'm going to be playing actually this Friday night at the New York Athletic Club. That's where I work in New York. And so um, I'm just back from Paris. But my first uh, night is this coming Friday night hmm. at the New York Athletic Club. Yeah. What so a great place. I'm looking place. forward to that. Hi. It is. If someone asked me to design a club in New York where I'd like to play, some very elegant place, you know, that would it would be exactly it. It is very Art Deco, very very um, swanky, you know, and uh, sophisticated looking, and has a Steinway Grand in it, you know, which <laughs> does half half the work for you. you know? <laughs> it's a pleasure. Stacy, so I want to ask you, so you're going to be playing at part-time, you're going to be hanging out in New York over the winter and maybe going yes. down south as well, no? Yes, 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 yes. To visit friends and family and... That's right, I do that in the, as much as I can in the winter when I'm in the States. I, I went down to, uh, to the deep south where I come from um, last April, as a matter of fact, and I saw cousins. It's such a good feeling to be with blood relatives, you know, there's something mm -hmm. different. So something elevated higher, you know, mm -hmm. than um, just a average workaday um, uh, experience, you know. Stacy, when you left, what made you, because you were a pianist in the States, and why would you leave the States <clears throat> when you could work on Broadway? <clears throat> And I think you did work on Broadway or off Broadway. I did. Years I ago. did, and I was, I was, I. That was before I even started making a living as a pianist and singer. Mm -hmm. I was an actor, singer, you know, and I was in national tours and various shows uh, all through the seventies. Wow. Seventies, yes. I, I, I did Fiddler on the Roof for two whole years uh, in the national tour, and uh, and then in in what you call a bus and truck as well. Um, but uh, we were everywhere in the United States and Canada. We went to every major capital in Canada and the States and every small town. This went on for two years. It was, a, And I played the role of Muttle the Tailor, which was a most wonderful role and had a wonderful song. And so it was just uh, two years of sheer joy, actually. To, that was the best job I ever had. <laughs> wow. That's great. Wow, Fiddler. I saw Fiddler on the Roof uh, two years ago in New York in the re in the revival. It's a great show, yeah. great show. He, so you did that like well, I'm going to oh. say 50 years ago, 40, 50 no, no. years ago. Was, we opened at the Dade County Auditorium on Christmas Day of 1969. What? Can believe that? No. Yes, yes. And then for the next two years, we just toured nonstop. You know, just uh, eight shows a week. I mean, you really learn from that if you really want to be in show business or not you know yeah because it's uh <laughs> <laughs> or not is more like it's, it from uh, it is very um you know demanding you have to really be there all the time you know and uh then i did a, a tour of uh with seda thompson of twigs she had won the tony award that year in new york um as the best uh, actress of the year you know 
Hmm. And um, I toured with her for a whole year in the national tour of Twigs, and we were everywhere in all the big capitals and Los Angeles and everywhere. And uh, then I did Raisin for two years also. That was a, a big uh, national and Canadian hmm. tour also that uh, went on well, two years. And I was the, uh, the, the it's a, a black musical. It's the mm-hmm. uh, uh, a version, uh, the uh, musical version of uh, Raisin in the Sun, yes. you know, the famous play. Um, and uh, It was a revival, I wasn't played, there, a couple of years ago in New York? There was. I think there was. And mm-hmm. But this was the original with um, Virginia Capers, and she won the Tony Award herself mm-hmm. that year for that show. And I played the... The only the token white man in it because there is he was kind of the villain. Uh, he represented the Suburban Improvement Association and came to their apartment to offer them money not to move out to the neighborhood. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> and uh, and they uh, threw him out, kind of uh, threatened him and threw him out. And luckily, it's done. You know, it was very serious, but it was done comically. You know with big boffo laughs, you know, so uh, mm-hmm. it was really fun to do. And it was a wonderful company. I mean, I knew everyone and it was great. I enjoyed and I love touring around the States. We went to every state in the in the entire lower 48, except hmm. Idaho and uh, what Montana. They didn't have any theaters. Yeah. You know, to, uh... <laughs> well, you're lucky they had roads. so we never played idaho and montana but but i saw every other state so i've been in every state except those two you know (laughs) and so you kept so where were you based at that time in new york i lived in new york i had an apartment in new york it was a two-room penthouse at 86th and broadway this wonderful old building the bell nord and it was 139 dollars and 50 cents for rent (laughs) yes a month. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's yes, my cable bill today. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can't, you can't even get a closet for less than 1600 You know, yeah. it's just, uh, <laughs> it's all changed. But um, I'm very lucky. I, I find a, usually find a place, a nice place to stay in Manhattan. And um, but and I love being there in the winter because that's the season when everything's going on. Yes, know, the opera and the ballet and the cabarets and things like that. And I've done several shows in New York too at um, cabarets. The Metropolitan Room is a very lovely room on Twenty mm-hmm. Second Street um, between Fifth and Sixth, and uh, I've done two shows there. And so oh. that was really fun. And I did one at the uh, the Ninety Second Street Y, which is a Great venue. Great for, venue. Uh, I, I follow for, that all um, the time on Facebook. They have musical events and things like that. Wonderful. So that was great fun too. And then last year I did one in a little Irish restaurant and on fifty third and first avenue called Parnell's. I know and, Parnell's. Uh, I stayed yes. next door to Parnell's for uh, you told two me. months. Right. Isn't that something? That's My real right. estate <laughs> agents uh, <laughs> right next door. It caught yes. fire. Uh, three years ago, <laughs> the kitchen it was shut down for anyway, three months. It was very convivial, and all these old timers come in and they want to sing a song, you know, and all that. And but they have every every Saturday night they'll have a featured performer, and that's so. What that's why I did. Of course, I had every the place was packed even a week before it happened because I got everyone there, <laughs> and I had six singers that night, and everyone got up, you know, and sang. And and these people said, "Oh my God, oh my God, we've never seen such a show like this." I mean, it's the world's simplest thing. You just bring in people and have them stand up, not up in the front, you know, but just singing from 
where they're sitting way in the yeah. back. It's just a gimmick. You got to have a gimmick, you know. <laughs> but it was, and again, and, like you said, it's an organic gimmick. That's what you did at the Hollywood Savoy because you yeah, directed precisely. all that stuff and you said, yeah, just yeah. do it. And they did it. Yeah. And the surprise element and the spontaneity of it all is worth its weight in gold. And so that just, that's what made it. That's what made it happen, you know. So that's what I do. That's what I do. That's, that's all I know how to do. <laughs> so, but you <laughs> but do great. Uh, Stacy. when did you decide really to move to Paris? I mean, touring in the States. Why would you leave well, the States? Well, I and... had toured for uh, for almost eight years, you know, just oh. over and over and over. And every uh, October, I found myself in rainy and dreary um, Cleveland, I hate to t say. But it's improved a great deal since then. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Anyway, in the 70s. <laughs> and I had an opportunity to go um, uh, and visit my sister. She lived there by then in Paris. And uh, she'd gotten the French bug from me. And uh, and I went to visit her. And then I got there and I ran into an old friend who was producing The Fantastics in Paris. You know, he had translated it into French and got a producer and everything. And um, and he hired me to be the stage manager. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So uh, that went on for a while and that led to something else. And through that, I met other people. And then I got a job, you know, uh, working on bubbling brown sugar. And then two years went by and I had an apartment and I just never left. That Paris was my home, you know, for all the 70s and 80s and 90s. You know, it was great. How exciting great, great. is that? And then you bought yeah. a place. Uh, you decided you're going to do country. You yeah, want a little country. I, then I wanted to go and rent a house like for a month in the country in Normandy. Like everybody, other Parisians, they all go to the country, you know. Yeah. And I wanted to do that too. And uh, so I found this house and it was just uh, very reasonable. And, and I actually rented it for 10 years. until, And then it came up for sale and it was very something I could afford. By that time, I had the job on the cruise ships. So I was able to buy this mm -hmm. house and pay for it within four years. Can you imagine? That's great. And, um, and I still have it, and it has become a paradise on earth. It is absolutely magnificent in the summertime, you know. Yes. And so I spend the whole summer there, and I have a whole stream of friends and guests, you know, that come during the summer. So I have a wonderful summer there. Wonderful. Wow, that sounds great. I, I think I need to do that, Stacy. You must come. Well, come I'm going to do it next year to, because it's your 80th to the birthday party and yeah, the 35th of the Hollywood Savoy. You've got to pimp that thing out so we can all be there with all the Savoyettes, everybody who's still around and connected. Yes. I love the Savoyettes. The names you came up with were hysterical. <laughs> for everybody to sing well, on and off key would be wonderful. I thought more hysterical was the Slezettes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That that was, I was Connie. Connie started that. La Divine, you know, yeah. she uh, she would go out amongst the people and 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 remove their billfolds from mm -hmm. their pants while she was singing, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, you know. And so and and uh, you know, just hang all over them and stuff like that. So we 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 uh, we not gave the name of the Slezettes to that little group of girls that would go out and <laughs> sing. But they were good. They worked it well. And Connie really worked it oh, in yeah. character. But they were she great. Did. Of course, their big opening song was the minute you walked in the joint, bum, bum, I could tell you were a man of distinction. <laughs> so, And they were know. big spenders. Everybody was a big, yeah. it was so expensive oh, in that yeah. place. Well, it was. And we had the, so the, the carriage trade, if you will, you know, that uh, it was, the, it caught on and, 
And I remember nights when it was so jam-packed that we had to shut the doors. You couldn't come in. There was no room mm -hmm. in there. You know? It was a incredible, unrepeatable uh, experience, which uh, happened just from nothing, from organically just uh, built, and it was uh, unrepeatable. And and uh, but you know, I still carry on the same techniques and <laughs> and spontaneous tricks. You know that I just that just came to me. I, I didn't plan any of that. It was just like all that popped out of my head. You know, let's do this, let's do that, whatever. But, that's what... <laughs> but I do love to sing, and I love everyone else to sing, and it makes everyone feel happy when they all sing, and it makes me feel happy. You know, so that's what I do. And uh, so my kind of uh, epitaph is going to be, "Oh, what a beautiful morning." <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, you know, you've got years to go, Stacey. You're 79, oh, yeah. but honestly, you're like 59. I'm looking at you right now. You look amazing, and you sound fantastic. I'm uh, 28, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, in Philadelphia, my friends here live in this giant building called the Pennsylvanian, and they have some, uh, you know, uh, assembly rooms with a grand piano hmm. in it. And I'm on, uh, actually, I'm going to do a, a, soir, a musicale there huh. in November, next month, as a matter of fact, in this, um, in this building, you know. And, um, of course, a lot of old folks live in it, too, you know. Yeah. And, and, uh, but it's very upscale. It's, it's a very, very upscale place. And uh, so I'm looking, really looking forward to that. And then these actors that I know in Philadelphia, you know, um, are going to uh, be there. And who knows? I might, Holly Lane might come up from Rehoboth to sing a few tunes with us, you know, something like that. We'll just have a, have a potpourri, you know, um, <laughs> just a, <laughs> a, a melange, uh, just a little happening, you know. That sounds nice. I, I I envy it. You know, I mean, I I can't wait to be at your place next year for your big yeah, bash. Yeah. Well, it it will be fun. I promise you, it will be fun. We'll we'll. Uh, I have to I have to kind of rack my brain to think of some stunt to top what we yeah. did this summer. <laughs> well, you have to but, tie in the uh, Hollywood Savoy theme because it's also it's thirty fifth. So if you got to somehow yes. put it all together and even invite Tony Giagrande and if you can ever yes, yes. ever find Drago from some dragon dungeon, maybe. Yes, <laughs> you know uh, this guy, this friend of uh, you know Jeffrey Mundy, who was the chef, you know that came in from Hollywood. You yes, know, uh, Jeffrey Mundy, mm -hmm. and he's producing. Actually, he's gotten together this whole production of a, a, a Broadway musical about Clara Bow. And this, <laughs> the name of it is Starring Clara Bow. And uh, he he has seen uh, Dragon, actually. You know, I don't know. He still lives in Sweden or someplace. I don't know where. But uh, he's, he's seen him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, Stacy, you've kept in contact with everybody, literally everybody, for years. Well... I make a point of doing that, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, someone asked me the other day, you know, how do you still uh, remember or know these people, you know? But you have to actively do it. You yes. know, you have to reach out and send them emails, you know, yeah. and uh, go and more to the point, go and see them personally. You know, I've uh, that's if I can't have a reunion with everyone coming, you know, to Paris, I will go and see everyone individually, which is what I did last year. I saw Rochelle, I saw Nancy Cotton. I saw Chesway, uh, my old friend Chesway Powell, you know, uh -huh. who's a wonderful jazz singer. She lives in, in uh, Lake Elsinore. And uh, <laughs> I just drove down there, you know. 
<laughs> That's it. But you also saw Jean Garel Piton or Piton. She, oh ah. yes, I've even been to to where does she live? Sedona. Sedona of all places. Yeah. <laughs> I went. To I'm see not her, visiting. You know, <laughs> because why? Because that was a family we had. That it was thing turned into a family, and those people are unforgettable. And yeah. and uh, well, we you were will the never grand poopa. Them. You <laughs> were the grand poopa of it all, Stacy. And we had, you know, you were that person. You kept everybody together. Everybody is still yeah. in contact because of you. Yeah, I think so. And no, it's I know wonderful. So. I mean, it's like a family. You know, uh, I just the Savoyettes. The Savoyettes. I love it. Though. Yeah. yeah. It is. <laughs> Stacy, yeah. I wanted to thank you so much for, you know, talking well, about the Savoyettes and this uh, Hollywood Savoy in our 80s and, uh, and your life that's been fascinating. And you're still basically <laughs> kind of like on a personal tour at this ripe young age of 28. <laughs> well, no subject is dearer to me than the Savoy and the whole way it uh, too. Ev uh, evolved and developed, you know, and mm -hmm. the great fun we had and the spontaneity of it, you know. There would I would discover people in uh, in the audience who could sing, uh, you know, uh, uh, up a storm and they would bring the house down. You know, I remember one night a whole bunch of opera singers came from the, who had been doing Deflator mm. Mouse at the opera. Mm -hmm. Connie brought them all. And this girl got up and sang uh, somewhere over the rainbow and the whole place exploded. You know, it was just that kind of uh, spontaneity, something you're not expecting, but it's uh, it's worth its weight in gold. It is. And what about the <laughs> night that Cary Grant was there? Oh, my God. That was an incredible evening. All of the girls gathered around him. We have photos of it. You know, they mm -hmm. all sang, you made me love you. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> and uh, he was charmed by it all. And uh, we have photos of all of that, you know. Yeah. There were so many celebrities. I, I will. Oh, and we have personal and private stories. I remember serving Prince Albert when he was dating the, the model. Remember, she, she was sitting at back, the back booth. And, That's and right. who was the big uh, actress model that he married or was dating the American, not Christine um, Brinkley. Was it Christine Brinkley at the time? I don't think Cheryl so. Cheryl Teague's making, one of those. I don't know, but they were making a lot of noise in the back. Yeah. And I didn't know who he was. You know, it was just a bunch of very basic, beige French people, you know, that uh, I wanted to shut up, you know, while I'm, I was presenting my singers, you know, because they always sang acoustic, not with the microphone, because if you start singing with the microphone, people will continue to just babble away, you know. But uh, I wanted silence, you know. So I said, boo, la, ba, back in the back, you know, cool it you know uh, we've got this singers going on and then uh later on i went up and and said something to them you know to, they were leaving and he said to me uh oh i'm really sorry we made so much noise and i and i said oh well, that's all right i'm just kidding of course you know and uh half kidding yeah. and uh and I said, uh, well, where are you from? And I said, he said, oh, oh, the south of France. And then it clicked in my mind. Then I realized who it was, you know, yeah. it was Prince Albert, you know, and and, you know, Grace Kelly had just died some, you know, not too long before that, mm -hmm. you know. So I kind of said something like, oh, you know, all my sympathies or something like that, you know, and, uh, and he was very charming. Very charming and nice. He was a young college kid, age person yes. at that time. I yeah. remember. I was the waiter in that. Uh, in, in that <laughs> yes. Place. 
bizarrely enough. <laughs> it was so I, I had no idea. It's like you know, your name is and I, I remember asking when I said uh, I, I said, Oh, and I'm sorry, sir, what what is your name? He said, Albert. I said, Oh Albert, that's nice. I said, I'm Marco. And he said, Where are you from? I said, Toronto, Canada. I said, Where are you from? And he said, Monaco. I said, Oh, Albert of Monaco. Oh, that's nice. I said, Oh, Albert of Monaco. And I'm looking yes. at the people he's with, the model, yes. this I'm just like, yes. Oh, that's yes. Prince Albert. Yes, yes, that's exactly what happened to me, too. <laughs> but that's just how, you know, popular that place had become. And, yeah. and what a what a, um, a watering hole for the uh, beau monde de yeah. Paris, you know. <laughs> they were <laughs> we the, a, the beau monde. We had a beau monde there. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they were trying to pound down the door. I remember Tony Giagrandi saying, like, we couldn't fit any more people in. He would he would scream yeah. at customers wanting to come in over the phone. I was like, they want we can't fit a single person left. They were, the bar no. was packed. You couldn't walk to the I bathrooms know. to go downstairs. Right. You couldn't yeah. crawl in that place. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I don't, uh, Susie Robinson and I used to dance on the bar, you know, she, yeah. was, she was one of our big stars too, you know, Susie Robinson. Was <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we would get on the bar, those who were in kind of the latter days, but we'd get on the bar, you know, and start dancing with, with the cowboys, you know, the cowboys, the transcontinental cowboys. Oh, they were great. Thurs, Thursday nights. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what a great so, band those guys were. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that I saw um, uh, uh, the saxophone player in in um, in uh, we went out to Brittany, the West Coast of Brittany, the Orient, to Lorient, and he plays out there. His name is Mike O'Doherty. Huh. Mike O'Doherty. I saw him last month. We went out there in August. Yeah. Very nice. Amazing. Amazing. You know what's amazing is your memory, Stacy. So uh, I, I love your memory. You remember 98 percent of everything. <laughs> Good for you. Well, that's also because you're 28, and uh, one, yeah, of course, <laughs> one day you'll age, and your memory will go Every with you. Every 28-year-old knows how to remember things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and and so, uh, on that note, I'm going to remember to sign off because. Uh, okay. Well, this has been wonderful, Marco. Thank you so much. Oh, I mean, I really have enjoyed every second of this. Thank you. I've enjoyed it more than you. And I've enjoyed looking at you and listening to you, Stacey. I'm so happy we're still friends, and uh, yeah. and especially next year. Thank you for coming okay. on. And, we'll uh, see you in Paris then. See you in Normandy. Yes, definitely yeah. Normandy. Uh, okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Marco. And it looks like that concludes today's podcast with Stacey McAdams. I hope you enjoyed our fluff, and until next time, this is Marco Kira signing off. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day.